Show in. That's what you do every time. It's Saturday and we be here. Oh my gosh, dude! I like Saturdays when we we're it's us. It's just not only are we here doing what we love most, doing the podcast, but we not only get to just like have the most fun ever listening to well, well, we'll everything. We're gonna say it later. Yeah, it's we'll say we'll say we'll let you know what vinyl we're playing tonight in just a second, but. Man, tomorrow, me and Aaron have the day off, and we're just <laughs> going to be two bros. I don't know what we're doing yet. We might freaking... I, I, steak and eggs is steak happening. Steak and eggs is happening. Because steak and eggs is fucking Sunday. Sunday, Sunday steak and eggs, man. Man breakfast. Hell yeah, dude. Well, no, just anybody that wants an awesome breakfast. It doesn't, it, a woman of could eat steak and eggs. Naturally. Yes. <laughs> they just, could. <laughs> it just happens that me and you are both men. Right. Are we 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 subscribe to our gender pronoun being male, That's and true. Um, we like steak and eggs, and in an ever expanding universe, you have found yourself amongst a journey through time and stuff. Do you feel like you're lacking inspiration in your life? Do you just want to score more touchdowns? I just want to underwater basket weave one more time. I used to drive for three nights straight, no problem. You need Kablarg. I've been three days in the desert without water. Start to hallucinate at that point. It had been a deal gone wrong in Juarez, down that Camino Rocoso. I couldn't have made it without Kablarg. Thank you for coming with us on this journey. This journey through space and time and stuff. Yo, everybody, today we be out here kablogging with Shiz Naughty. Shiz, how you? Shiz be good. Shiz Naughty ready to party. We got Captain Kablog out front giving away lollipops to all the little ruglets and shit. Not going to talk about it, though. I'm going to be about it. Kablar! Fix your shitty car. It is the goop that's super smart. It is an art. Watch it start to move a rusted, sticky part. Snag it at your local mart or bar it off your workmate's card. Kablar's a spray that's used in ways can save you from your fucked up taste. Squirt, squirt. Let's go. Now we are two bros that know how to fix problems we face on the road. Kablar is sick. It will unstick or restick the Kablar trick. She's naughty. We don't stop the party. Hi, a journey through time and stuff will be back after these messages. I am getting hungry and my food is going south. I'm high on my couch and need something tasty in my mouth. Yummy! Salad balls by cultural plane that will ease the pain. Yeah. Welcome to a journey through time and stuff. Time and stuff, yeah. You've never been on a journey like this before. 
time is stuff time. Time for the stuff to happen. Time. What's up, everybody out there? Hello, we, humans. We hope you enjoyed our silliness and... I don't know. We got a couple cool little uh, sound bites in there for you. <laughs> we did. That was interesting. We did a pr- pretty cool little promotional kablarg. Uh, so little meetup. So I want to play it one more time, even though it was the intro, and you could go back and listen to it again. I'm just gonna play it again right now for you. Um, we so we talked about whoa. <laughs> yeah, we recently <coughs> met. Yeah, a rapper, <laughs> an actual rapper, and uh, he's blowing up. He's getting ready to blow up. We feel it. Right. We had talked about having a rapper on the podcast later last week or last bazooka. Mm. Well, um, we, we didn't know it was going to happen or not or whatever. Right. But it seems like it's all just well, coming. It's to coming together. Right so we met up with him, um, and we we did a little bit of stuff together in an undisclosed location. We we don't want to talk about where we, where we met him necessarily. Nope. It was sketchy, and we can't unfortunately release any interview yet. Like we had, we we interviewed him. We talked to him. We got a lot of stuff done. Um, we riffed with him a little bit. It was cool, right? Um, Dude, we freaking battled a little back and forth and showed him a couple more. I yeah, know, man. it was fun. But we, we 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 can't unfortunately release the interview with him yet. That will be a podcast that's coming up later. Um, but we can, and like you already heard, and I'm going to play again right now. Um, something that we got out of him at least. He's a super shy guy, but. Uh, but he, luckily for us, he loves Kablarg. He does. So here he just it is. Ripped it. <laughs> Yo, everybody, today we be out here Kablogging with Shiz Naughty. Shiz, how you? Shiz be good. Shiz Naughty ready to party. We got Captain Kablog out front giving away lollipops to all the little ruglets and shit. Not gonna talk about it though. I'm gonna be about it. Kablog! Fix your shitty car. It is the goop that's super smart. It is an art. Watch it start to move a rusted, sticky part. Snag it at your local mart or bar it off your workmate's cart. Kablog's a spray that's used in ways can save you from your fucked up taste. Squirt, squirt. Let's go. Now we are two bros that know how to fix problems we face on the road. Kablog is sick. It will unstick or restick the Kablog trick. She's naughty. That fucking guy. We don't stop the party. Dude, and that's he, his thing. It's so funny. Every he, he never starts stops partying. No, he everywhere he, he goes. He's twenty four seven party guy. I don't know, man. He wears the biggest shoes, man. He wouldn't tell us he his just, real name. He did, he was shiz naughty. That was that was him. I don't even know if he has a real name. <laughs> he could be like Twitch, man. <laughs> right, man. We know people that don't even have names. Yeah, <sighs> it's crazy. Okay, Ooh. it's a real name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Twitch is a real name. Twitch is like Daniel. I know. Twitch is gonna have a fucking rap off with fucking Shiz. Shiz Naughty. God damn, dude. Shiz Naughty has such a sick crew though. <laughs> he really does. Uh, MC Young Lil. <laughs> if you haven't heard of him yet, check Look, out. Check him out. Look him up. I don't MC, know. MC Young Lil. I don't know. He's kind of. He's a little everything. He's fucking super good hype man. Like and he's kind of. He's the beat maker. Yeah. And producer kind of. You know, um, he really does like all the little support stuff for the brain that is Shiz Naughty. Like, right, right. You he's you just, can tell that Shiz is like totally an unorganized type of guy. Like, he's just, but like, <laughs> like it takes. Not that he's unorganized. Everything in his brain is perfectly organized. It's just to the outside world. It's like Will Smith and DJ Jazzy Jeff. That's what I'm saying. A hundred percent. Yes, sir. I don't know. Mixed in with some Run DMC 
and some fucking B.O.B. and some fucking, I don't know. Who knows? Lots of stuff, man. A little bit of, uh, I don't know. A little bit of Tech 9. Fucking Dre, some older shit. Yep. Yep. <laughs> it's great. That's what fucking Shiznati, he had a potty ready to fucking roll. Man, it's awesome. He's a beautiful soul. He is. We'll bring him on. Anyways, we're here Saturday. It's uh it's our first show in quite a while that's just me and you, bro. Uh-huh. We're uh-huh. here like uh-huh. no one else. Well, in the besides room. Wednesdays. Well, besides bazookas, but this is like we get to play a vinyl and talk about that together. Right. So this is one I picked up, but yes. it's not, you know, necessarily one I chose. I think we co chose. We totally co chose. Co chose. Co chose. I love Coaches. Coaches. Oh. Anyways, um, fuck, dude. This album is great. It. Do it. Just spit do it. it. Just do it. The Doobie Brothers, oh. the Captain and Me, <gasps> which is like really freaking hard. sweet. Man, it I is. love it. Look it up. Check out the album art. It's fucking individualistic. It, it's just fucking not like something you'll see. No, man. They're they're the Doobie Brothers are. Uh, they they were a force to be reckoned with in the seventies, man. They were just, they were right there at the beginning wave of like American rock, man. <laughs> they were definitely fucking raw dogging it, paving it, paving <sighs> the way for the hard. So this, what we're gonna listen to, was recorded in you know through seventy two, seventy three. Um, man, the seventies, early seventies were such beautiful years in music. Um, it's kind of crazy if you were to look up on our timeline of, uh, I guess, yeah, just vinyls that we played in the years that they were created. Man, most of them are in the 70s. It's, I don't know. It's awesome. And not it's only cool. is most of them in the 70s, most of them are th- between 70 and 75. Yeah. I'd like so. the early 70s is the majority of our vinyl collection. And it's beautiful. <laughs> everything good is in there. Everything good is in there, right? I don't know the things that there's really, some later seventies. Yeah. I, I don't know mostly. We the got 70s. some striking stuff. We really this, do. This music to me, uh, the Doobie Brothers, the Captain and Me. I sought this out because I have like memories of my dad singing China Grove. Um, that his one of the bands that he was in covered it, and I don't know, man. It's just it's one of those things, or it's just a song that I know he enjoyed. I think. I think he, I don't know. I always thought he sang it really well. <laughs> and my dad is, I don't know, an idol to me, just He's, amongst these people. Well, he sings everything pretty well. When when I grew up, I, you know, that's that's what was right there. Yeah. I got to see him doing it. And I was like, oh, man, he sings like these people. And I don't know, it really made me want to be a singer, too. I don't know. And I think that, I think that also, like, being a vocalist, plays into your personality a lot yep you know because i like to portray my emotions you know through song or through i don't know what better way well the way okay check this out this is this will be short and quick but the reason why i don't necessarily post every day on facebook and it's i don't know this might sound slightly conceited but when you connect with a crowd using words that are like i don't know yeah, I wrote them a little bit with the intention of them hearing it and getting something out of it, but also they were like emotions that I felt. Like when I was writing music for mu- for people that I knew they were going to listen to it, 
when we were writing and oh. performing live music, with, you know, with both versions so, of Fighting Silence. I got to feel like, man, it wasn't over the course of an hour or, or over the course of a day or whatever. Like when I just wrote something and, it, you know, getting the gratification of having a couple people like it or not like it or whatever. It was like, dude, I got to freaking stand on stage and just sing to people. Yep. And then they liked it right away. And I don't know, maybe it is kind of. Huh? Nope, that's it. But makes sense. It. I don't need to like get on Facebook and just be like, oh, I'm promoting something that's like enjoyable for me because like I hope everybody's doing the same thing. You know what I mean? Pro- yeah, doing so, something enjoyable or listening to other people's I enjoyment. I think I have a very skewed version of it, kind of, and I don't think that I'm like normal when it comes to you know how people project themselves on s- social media. Um, but. I don't know. I think in the next year I'll probably start doing more. Well, it's it's a uh, but I need to do it for different reasons. I don't know exactly. I, th- I think and and that's really what it's about is like I I need to taint, change my perspective of how I view people that actually are posting every day like on their own personal like site because I feel like half the people are just super negative and I don't know. they are, but. You know. or, or they're just kind of being a little boastful, which is fine because that's awesome if they're doing well. But well, uh, it it are are they doing well for people? Or are they doing well for themselves? And that's the difference. Yeah, true. If true. they're being a little boastful, but yet they run a fucking nonprofit charity and they save lives and maybe they feed starving kids and they're boasting about that. Boast course, away, my friend. <laughs> right? Boast a fucking way. I don't know. But if it's you know, you just bought a new fucking sports car because you work hard and it's all about just your, like, right monetary accomplishments, then mm-hmm. maybe quit boasting. Right. Well, and... Not in know. the same place. And, well, well, and that being said, like, the only things I really have posted lately are, uh, you know, a picture of my motorcycle. I think I posted but that's, recently. That's, okay. But that's kind of like a release, a stress kind of thing. Well... But I, okay, okay. But then again, there, it's also I think kind of like I think hey, there's a difference. I, I think there's a difference between like you working hard enough to afford a motorcycle, and it's not like it's a brand new 2017 exactly. fucking Harley. Exactly. It's like just fucking you yeah. know, and and not that this is a bad thing, but uh-huh. it's like the equivalent of buying like a 2000 Civic. Right. Like it's just a dependable, good fucking car or like your a Honda Shadow, like in your case, a Honda Civic, Honda Shadow. Two thousand, it's not that old, not that many miles. It's a dependable car, you know. It's but but no one goes posting about their two thousand you know, Mm -hmm. but if they buy a brand new two thousand seventeen F three fifty lifted, blah 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 or or their new Maserati or their new Tesla or this and this and this, like and they just did that six months ago in their last truck. And then they did that three months ago before that with their new fucking jet ski. Yeah. And then their new four-wheeler before that. And then their new, you know, there's a difference, dude. Man, and I feel like we need to play this first song. Yeah, okay, yeah. But I do have, like, I don't know. I feel like I have some good things to talk about. Like, Let's do it. Just about being kind of financially responsible. and Sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, kind of a funny topic, but why not? Okay. So let's play. I don't even. What What is the long, first thing? We're, we're going to play Long Train Running. It's a Perfect. second track right off the A side. Um, beautiful track. One Dude. of their most famous off this album. Yeah. Like I said, this is something. This is songs that I remember that my dad really liked. So. Well, I caught the end of the last track. I'm sorry. Trail off. <laughs> 
Whatever. We just good. caught some trail off. Nothing wrong with that. You know, this is iconic. I blame the gin tonight. <laughs> but this fucking song right here, this is the one. That's it. Pretty disco. And I'll leave it at that, maybe. I don't know. But they make it sound so good. <laughs> So good. So funky. So fucking tasty. That guitar is brilliant. And it's a good mix, man. A really good mix. Right? Dude. Are we open again? Dude, as of right now, next week, me and you are open again. That means... All right. Well, maybe. I'm maybe. Thinking, what do you think about if we are still open next week doing fucking Tolu Street? Oh, the other album by them? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. 
I, I was always thinking it'd be really cool to have a guest and have the same guest two weeks in a row. Oh. And like build off it and have like an awesome two-piecer. Ooh. You know what I mean? That could be neat. Dude, we have some freaking, I don't know, man. We're we starting have... to pull some resources. People are saying like, oh, man, my summer's opening up. We got a couple yeah. friends. I don't know. I got a buddy in college I'm super excited to have on the show. He hasn't committed yet well, like to a date, but I don't know. Yeah. We, we got... have a couple uh, other personalities from around Port- the Portland music area. Um, mm-hmm. One of our friends, she... Um, amazing vocalist and she actually is sang the national anthem for the portland blazers trailblazers their mm-hmm. games in the moda center um and you know so she's she, she's gonna be on our podcast here in june um i want to open the show with me and her singing the fucking star spangled banner acapella Oh, just you two? Yeah. I, I would love that i would love to hear your two voices that'd be together. super awesome and patriotic <laughs> go america yeah. I actually would be, I would love to sing Star Spangled Banner at anything. I don't give a shit. I'll no. sing it at someone's like poker game or, you know, like, <laughs> our own poker game. <laughs> right. I don't care. Like, honestly, that's cool. That's no, cool. it is. I don't know. But I no, man, we got awesome. other good guests. We got, we got, we got some stuff looking up here in June coming up. Um, but the end of May, you know, we tapered off a little bit. Mm-hmm. Dude, the thing is, is like, who are we? Like, we're getting guests and we got some good friends and people right. want to come on, but like, I don't know. We're getting people. We're a lot of things, brother. You're right. We are a lot of things. Uh, not to be, you know, fucking, you know, cocky in any way, but we're kind of expanding our, I don't know, we're opening our minds even more so than ever, I think. I think we are. I don't know. I think that's so important right now because, I don't know, I can take everything now and look at every one individually and be like, man, I'm satisfied with what you're doing because I know you're happy and I can I get it because I don't know. There's just I I read a post on Facebook today about how people honestly are like just negative now and are crap <laughs> in a way. Long story short, you know, and I, I would be and, I would I would be careful by saying people and I want you to keep talking. About I guess it, you're because right. I agree, but it's not. Well, all I'll give people. you I, I get it, but I could tell you about the person that wrote it. Oh, so long story short, they are a person that lives in, you know, in wash or uh, in Vancouver, but in, you know, Portland, part of the rock metal scene. A lot of our I I feel like, you know, comfortably a lot of my friends that live here can identify with him um, in a way. But, you know, I think he also is like being kind of pessimistic a little bit. But um, I don't know. That's what you what you can do. To make yourself better, not instantly think of the negative of what people are going to do. And I think too many people nowadays are willing to just like knee-jerk reaction, see one thing that was bad. I agree. And then just carry it over kind of into everything. And I know, I don't know, maybe so, that's just very... No, it's no, 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 it's not. And, and the, the <clears throat> sorry, the interesting thing for me is like seeing people's knee-jerk reactions to social topics okay it's not like it's a life or death situation mm. it's not like it's you're reacting to peril in any way whatsoever i think i did it we can get to that later okay but it's it's a knee-jerk reaction so to a social topic so i think now i did that one. it's the ideas <laughs> that are that are a little scary and we have been Humans have kind of evolved to survive, 
And so we have reactions to fire pulling away really quickly. Right. You know, it's from hot. heat. We have we have reactions to Natural a lot of things reactions. like that. So when you see these knee jerk knee jerk reactions to social topics or videos or threads or articles or something posted left wing or right wing or it doesn't fucking matter who it's it is. It's almost infectious though because you want to do is. it towards your side. But because all of a sudden emotions get evolved and you think that you're saving yourself or you're helping other people save themselves or mm-hmm. or you're doing some good. People think they're doing some good in like pushing this topic forward or reacting strongly to this topic when it's just social, like, it's like, yeah, it's like (laughs) who gets the bigger piece of bread at dinner Uh and and throwing a fucking fit over who gets the, we all got bread. Whether it's a half a bite or not. Right, we all got fucking bread or man, that guy passed me. I, can you believe that guy just cut me off in traffic right. and then you get to the same fucking light? Right, and you're even. And you're, and like, you're there. Ha, ha. Well, you know, it's both no, ways. No, but, but throwing a fit either way through no, you're that. Right. You're right. It's not and, worth and, your time. No, but... Really. But, or your but stuff. We don't have... Oh, time or stuff. You're correct. It's true. But humans now don't have the same... We're never hunted, bro. No. We never Man. have to react to, this pe- is to really being cool. hunted I'm anymore. I'm glad we got to this because this is a whole other topic. So I now, have two topics well, now. But now it's I think I think it's our our social awareness and kind of who we portray ourselves as. Mm-hmm. It, like personally, we're not hunted as a physical being, but sometimes I think people fall into the trap where they think their persona, whoever they manifest themselves to be is hunted. And I think that's why you see the knee-jerk reactions and the craziness online is because that's the place now where people are vulnerable. Like, mm-hmm. we're not vulnerable so. in our house. We're sitting here in the no. comfort of our house. No. But yet online where you matter, right. where you might hold stake in something, Maybe. and people can attack yeah. you in that. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. that's where the death that's comes, That's why I dude. never even go exactly. there. Exactly. I, I don't, I don't go it's there. It's a weakness of actually. It is. I should. I should. No. I don't know. It is a, Being a recognized weakness that I have. The people that, that. I don't put myself out there. The people that really lash out and you see the constant comments from or the crazy posts mm. from like it doesn't matter what social spectrum they're in it, if they're making a bunch of crazy posts true long wordy repetitive things uh-huh. that just that preach an idea not facts they're trolling well, they're either trolling, <laughs> they or, they trolling. or like you said they the need the knee-jerk reactions they have yeah. like th- that's like I see those people doing these things and I go, oh man, that sucks for so, them. Like, I, yeah. So you kind of came for a full circle. You use the term full or uh, knee jerk reactions, actually, which really like kind of made me happy to hear because I kind of had that moment. And like, I'm actually like the one that started initi- initiated the content, uh, yeah. the, the conversation to preach against it almost. But, so I was in the break room at my work. So just the other day, and I freaking, um, we were watching The View. At work? At work. It was on the in the break room television. So it was something that um, there was a couple female ladies that had put it on the TV before me. And um, it was basically it was talking about um, inequality amongst genders. 
Okay. And yeah. so me sitting there in a Walmart break room looking at all these different women of different races. Every single woman is of a different race and of a different upbringing and of a different thing. And they're all getting paid extremely well to sit there on TV and just talk about their own fucking... Inequality? I, it, it was fucking... It, like, it made me laugh so hard. You know what I mean? Like, if I would have... Did you actually laugh out loud in your break room? No. Okay. I started talking about it. I went a step above. And like... Because there's, you know... There's probably like four or five people in there. But I think that they would like understand as I, you know... Kind of a thing. Just because... I'm not going to shy away from it. Of course. If I really think that like this might actually like bring something great and forward to the table because the people that I work with are of the same, you know, they make the same money as me and, you know, mostly. And, you know, I don't know. It's super important to me that like people are actually looking at thing in that broadened sense of like, okay, guys, we're watching this news channel that is known for these kind of things. And yes, this is not news, but this is a bunch of women that are all of, you know, I mean, yeah, it's just amazing actually. And they've done great things too. It's not like these are just women. Okay. But when they were there, what were they, what like on the show, what were their Uh, actual points? Like they were saying that they got paid less than men in the same job or like what was, um, what was the inequality? Well, and it also was like a little bit like, and I hate just like coining this, but like it was kind of rape culture stuff a little bit too. Okay. Okay. So it was kind of like burritoed into one. And it was, so it was like the, the, the men who make more, who also Uh like, because they have penises and this kind is of like the... something we need to talk about we need to bring up and we need to like you know discuss okay. over coffee yeah. in front of big groups i don't know <laughs> no, i get you i get you it's just kind of like man like look at you guys and like any like and, and i get it because they are in that like you know in the select few but just like think about how many guys aren't successful and how many the, guys are working shit jobs and the, how many guys think are about supporting the, that girl well, and or, think about the whatever. emasculated guy think of how common isn't good enough no or, that's exactly it today in this economy in this fucking in, not economy in this social structure in this place where where it is about you know, who's further ahead and who has more likes and who has more status and who can do the bigger thing. The emasculated man is actually more rampant today than it's ever been before. The I because the idea of and and the 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 knowledge of the super quote unquote men. masculinity oh, yeah. that that is now like talked about as being like the structure or like the fucking um oh god what's the word i'm thinking of like um foundation um structure the um. the um oh there no there's this like there's this pompous word for it the um Big the hi- not the hierarchy the um oh god elites elites the elites but it's the thing that that like men are cl- i men love are- words we're meant like we're framed in being part of the male, Alpha. the male um, dominant, not dominant. It's oh god, the word is killing me, and I hate this because it takes up so much useless time on this podcast trying to figure out a word. I think they all get it. I think they all get it. Yeah. Described. No, I know, I know. Um, 
but anyway, so you move forward with this this declaration that like being a strong male who like pushes forward male ideas and maybe hunts, maybe he's you know out there always being the one to do all the the like the so like the 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 chopping of the wood and the pushing of the thing and saying that you know I don't know whatever whatever they uh the patriarchy is that the word I'm looking for I don't I don't know no it's not hierarchy um anyways the idea of this that is a negative thing that that being that kind of male now in this day is a negative thing is actually pushing more toward emasculated men and um it really one it's weird we're on this topic man because i didn't even think about talking about this but uh, somebody that really like drives me crazy in social places right now is ed sheeran yeah yeah because I look at Ed Sheeran and I see him in a public place and he is spouting this toxic like masculinity thing like he's felt emasculated his whole life and maybe he wasn't like buff and he wasn't this like winner in these things and all of his songs <laughs> every fucking hit song that Ed Sheeran has is about like and I'm not quite good enough. And Ex I wish I could do better. And I wish that everything could be the way that I want it to be. But exactly. I'm kind of just a little bitch that doesn't. Do a little bitch well. is that's my thing. And he plays on it, and it's this like this forward thing that's being pushed out there that you just get this be this little bitch and like I I've been I, a pussy I, before. Dude, I just it drives me fucking crazy. It actually it's toxic, dude. It it pushes like I'm not saying that men need to be men and we have dicks and we just flop them out everywhere and like Ooh. be this. I'm not saying that. I am saying there is sense there. There needs to be sensitivity and there needs to be propriety and there needs to be intelligence in every situation. But this whole thing has been built on a certain amount of feel bad for me. Exactly. It's not and there's good. no more. It's no. not healthy. No, it's no one not should healthy. have that presence. And it's not healthy or, or, to uh, also be told maybe you should just be felt bad for. Right. Like some guys just I'm feel very like popular and Yeah. 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 It's and a very it's a stigma. It's a very popular like And it's been pushed, man, by by a very liberal a lot of boy by, bands. By, by by a fee but but like and I'm not saying yeah. I'm not seeing I'm not saying that um uh what am I looking for? The um fucking female um the ladies yeah no, not I'm the sorry. ladies and i'm not saying like women's rights and things like that but i'm saying feminism so like there's feminism in the sense of equal equality between genders and i am all for that but then there's like the crazy super left-wing feminism that's saying like women are better than men and men are the dogs and the scum and like it's all about putting down the men i feel like that's like extremist but that is just but, like with every but other thing those, that can but, get but, extreme. That's, but that is what gets pushed across the border more than this the normal more than like, the normal just cool. more than <laughs> equality between genders right. feminism the crazy feminism just like the crazy religious uh, religiosity well, just like the crazy any norm that's what gets pushed across so that's what takes away from the okayness of a manly man when and i was watching what, the view that's what breeds ed sheeran's dude yeah 
and that's what I'm getting to is is the crazy left wing feminist like men suck thing is what makes Ed Sheeran popular, and it's their fault. That's yeah. all I gotta say. You what were you gonna say about that's the view? Awesome. <laughs> oh, I was just saying that. Yeah, I don't know the view. Who even fucking cares? I don't want to. No, talk no. About the goddamn view. Of course. I don't want to. I don't fucking care. Hey, view, you view, yeah. all of you fucking girls. <laughs> you had shitty ladies. opinions when I watched you today. Yeah, and I'm not afraid to say it. You fucking, to your faces. You don't understand. Like you're fucking all very popular. I don't know. I don't know either. You're all well off and great. And I don't know. I I really hope that in your career you weren't fucking brought down or belittled by a dude. But I don't know. You know, a lot of dudes are brought down and belittled by other dudes. You so know here's I mean? there's a lot of bigger dicks out there yeah. in the sea, and well, sometimes you'll get slapped around. Part of being a human, and here's the thing that we forget to fail. Like this is what I was going at earlier: is we we forget to realize that. Humans fail a lot more than we succeed. Right. The succession, like the, the the people that succeed, are the ones that are highlighted and brought up and talked about. But you know how many failures there are compared to the singular right. pinpoint successions in comparison to tries. Like oh, yeah. the amount of fails. Like if you look at all tries for any task ever ever talked about. Oh, dude. Fails. Every time we fucking hit record again. Oh, that's you know what you I mean? know what, yeah. When we're trying to create something, exactly. Every time, so I'm like, quit ah. paying attention and judging yourself again. Uh, this I want to bring this in right here. I talked about this. this is a quote I heard the other day. It is brilliant. It fucking rings in my brain forever now. Comparison is the thief of joy. I'm gonna let that sink in, and I'm gonna say nice. it one more time. Comparison is the thief of joy. If you sit there. And you compare yourself to other things and what you could have been and what isn't and what was better than you and what anything. You will never be fucking happy with yourself, dude. Or you'll never be happy with anything if you compare the work you do to other people's work. No, judge it against yourself. If you're better than who you were, then you're happy. I don't know. I think... That's really good, man. Comparison. I, I hope I fit into that mold. Too. I no, no, we do. I hope I fit into that mold because when I'm all alone and I'm doing, you know, all what, no matter what I'm playing or doing or whatever instruments in my hands or if I'm singing, you know, like, I don't know. I compare myself to yourself or to other people. I definitely think I compare myself to myself when I'm all alone, and then like, I don't know, and then it's just kind of like, what are we gonna do to make that? you know, most accurate depiction of what was done while I was just, you know, all alone belting my heart out kind of thing. You know what I mean? I don't know. But I don't we're so fortunate. Yeah. Really. No, I, mean, I know we are. In every way. Well, um, and that's like what's their like like I look at other people because we're we're low class, dude. If you look at us in the yeah, social structure, the money we make, are, we're low we to middle class. Of it, of course, we make but, the best of it, but we're literally low to middle class. Oh, yeah. We worry paycheck to paycheck still. Yeah. And we both work decent jobs. We've been in our jobs Forever. a long time. Same field for That's what I mean. Like, we, we have the we have the quote-unquote tenure yeah. in our, in our yeah. fields, and yet we still live paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. And this is like this is a message to everybody else out there who's this same hardworking type guy who's still low to middle class because of the fucking divide that is set up in this society. Mm-hmm. Like, 
feel good that you're there, everybody. Like, right? Don't don't compare yourself to somebody who got like the. I mean, really, the luck of the draw. Mm, and yeah, don't down, the don't nor- downplay what you're doing. The those people really. aren't the norm. Don't judge yourself against the select. The don't, one percent. Well, not even the one well, percent. Yeah. The outliers. If you look at a plot graph of every single th- person, yeah, that's just so super high. I mean, actually, well, it is. It is. Well, but, but no, but everybody who falls into the high to middle class, like there's a dot here, hmm. there's a dot there, and then there's a wash of dots in the fucking low to middle class, oh, yeah. and that's where we all are. And so you just recognize that you're still alive and surviving and you could not be sitting here listening to us right us right now. Like if if you And that wor- might not be like the best case. <laughs> no, we're <laughs> not the best case. <laughs> but, but you I mean, have you have an electronic device. You could not be able to watch football on Sunday. You could not be able yes. to get barbecue wings at any time of the day. You could not get cold beer after you were off work. You right. could not get a fucking warm enough blanket to sleep comfortably every night of the year. Or a pillow. Or a mattress. Right. Or, or you, shoes. You might have to construct fit. fucking your own pillow just to sleep comfortably. That's what I mean. By collecting leaves and getting a plastic bag or something. Like, <sighs> yeah, it's... I don't know, man. I think that there is so much forgotten joy... There's so much forgotten happiness mm. that's looked over because it seems if you make those stupid comparisons to the fucking high people, the high rollers, the the yeah. the, the the ones who aren't the norm, mm. even like there are pe- the the sad thing is is you have like the low to middle class, you have the middle to high class, and those people be norms too. But everybody seems to j- skip over even that and just judge against the crazy outliers. Everybody seems to judge against the like, like the insane numbers that are like by either side. I you either judge against the ones who are like they haven't eaten in a week, or you judge against the ones who could buy filet mignon every day for a hundred years. Like, no, judge against. Don't even judge against other (laughs) people. Like, no, that's not. You know, mm. I don't mean to be rambling, uh-huh. but this has been really bugging me. Like, well, keep it equal, more or less. Keep like, it equal, you know. and and be true yeah. to the comparison. You, if you're gonna compare, like right. I, I don't compare myself to other people. That's what I do. That's the yeah. way I live my life. I do not compare myself to other people. I take every event as it comes, and I judge it against the last event that happened in my life. Mm. I don't look out to other people to judge against to see if I'm happier than like. I've been happy for years now, mm. but some days I'm happier than I was the day before. Some days I'm less happy than the I was before, and I judge it day to day. And my happiness is compared against the day before that. Like, am I happier than yesterday? Or oh man, shit! So it seems like I woke up less happy than yesterday. I better work to make today better than yesterday. That's it. One day at a fucking time compared to yourself. How is your life? That's good. Do you have like a, do you have a goddamn roof over your head? Do you have food on your table? Do you have water running out of your tap and a cup to fucking drink it from? Guess what? If you have clean water, look, this is for real. Like I'm not talking to just you, Jason. I'm talking oh, to every oh, motherfucker know. in this room. I do room. the same shit. I'm if you get if, if you have a cup that's clean, 
and water that's clear that runs from a fucking faucet, you have better water than two-thirds of the entire planet. And that is the truth. Right now, if you can listen to this fucking thing I'm saying, and you have clean water that runs from a tap and a clean goddamn cup, you are in the top one-third of seven and a half billion people. Dude. Humans who are identical to you. Right. Who by just misfortune of where they're born, they don't right. have clean water. Are you fucking serious to me? And you compare One yourself third. to a, and you compare yourself to a fucking Miley Cyrus or a fucking Caitlyn Jenner or a fucking anybody who who has a fucking big ass or a fake tits or a fucking b- Bentley. Like you're gonna co- no. You're getting fucking no. Raw. You're hosed. You're 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 comparing yourself to a fucking dream and a load in a dirty sock in a bottom of a hamper. That's what you have. Yeah. That's what you're comparing it to because you have it better than two thirds of the fucking planet. If you have clean water and a cup and focus on that, focus on the right. beauty and the, the frailty of life. And honestly, what can you do with that? You could fucking live and be and make yourself better. You could take <laughs> yeah, the max, wa- you could take the maximalist approach and give if, if, if you make, okay, so check this out. There's actually studies been done. $33,000 a year. That is what it takes for a human in America to live a, a functional life and Cheers. live and pay for rent in a minimalist apartment and get by with food. $33,000 a year. So it's arguable. If you are going off of ethics and morality and psychology and you want to make this argument, you could say that if you make over $33,000 a year, you should give the rest away to poor people. Because guess what? You can live. You can live a minimalist. You can live a comfortable minimalist life with a roof over your head, with insulated walls, on a bed, with food every day of the year, for thirty-three grand a year and change. So if you make eighty grand a year, guess what? You have fifty grand a year that could pay for someone else's life because you could that be couldn't. living. Yeah, that couldn't even get anything. So. I'm not saying that everybody do this, but this is an actual and ethical situation. I mean, this is a philosoph- uh, uh, philosophical... And this is just for like, actually the people just above average. Too. The, this is for everybody. I mean, if well, you, if you make... Imagine the rich. I like, mean, they can okay, pay for a fucking... Well, of course, but, but, but like us, okay? Like, take me, for example. I'm going to be flat honest. Last year, I made $38,000. Yeah. That was it. That's what I... T- I made after everything, I yeah. work six days a week the entire year, mm-hmm. I worked six days a fucking week, eight to nine hours a day, and I only made thirty-eight thousand right. dollars after taxes and fucking whatever so, else. After yeah, exactly after everything else, and that's what it boils down. So, to. so for me, if I was going to take the moral high ground, the ethical high ground, and move to be the best human I could be, I would take five grand of the money I made last year and donate it because I only needed thirty-three. And I actually look at it and I go, damn, only five grand? Like, I probably survived on less. I probably spent, uh, last year, I probably spent more than $5,000 on pleasure. Oh, yeah. I think so, too. 
You know what I mean? For so, sure. so yeah. I think thirty-three in my case, in the way that we live now, we share even a in house. Portland, which is fucking expensive. Yeah, but we also like we save money just because we but, live together. But the, but that's not a negative thing. <laughs> so, so think about that. Know. Start looking at your lives. Analyze where your money goes. Analyze where you come from, and and what judgment you have a basis of to say that you're still getting shafted in some way or another. Right. Like if you think that. Because we're in America, you have a higher right mm. or you deserve a higher standard than someone born in Ethiopia. Well, then check f- this out, dude. Like, okay. as a Muslim, Lent just started. Yeah, Lent. Yeah. And um, so we have freaking shit. Portland has a huge Muslim community. Yes, we do. Um, dude, did one you of just... my best, one of my really good buddies at work is a Muslim. And he... Um, yep. He participates in the holiday and i'm excited for him kind of just because he wants a big about thing it. for him man. and like i haven't seen him get passionate about a whole lot you know what i mean like i just have like this kind of did he tell uh, you what he gave up? just just right over the surface kind of you know what i mean like i don't know a whole lot about this character right yet you know but he's let me into the window a little bit of how his Very life cool. is going and stuff and like even though i don't pretend participate in any sort of religious practice whatsoever like i still can see for him you know well, like well there's and, a cultural mm, there's a difference between yeah, worldview and, and cultural it. yeah we have yeah um and yeah me and jabbar talked about it too. okay like, oh very cool a, about yeah. um just uh, me you know i've told him you know i'm not super into it i did have numerous things growing up and was able to like you know have traditions that were important yep. to me so i understood that but you know being able to be an adult step aside from that and see it from his perspective um and it's two-sided of course it's like well, a little cultural and you were able to you know, entertain another idea yeah yeah being open-minded without it, having to accept it you were just able to entertain right, it right. and put yourself in his shoes and well, that's i could see how you know and you know, there's a there's a good portion of people that are Muslim, dude. In no Portland, shit. all over the world. One point like, six. It's, it's okay, a pretty great we're, we're actual. Like, so so there's seven and a half billion people mm-hmm. on the planet. One point six to one point seven billion people are Muslim, man. Mm-hmm. And it's a huge it's religion. It's very it is. It and it's varied. Yeah. And I don't want to try and play the game of like. Mm. I've heard touting which way one or another right. or they're all good or they're all bad or, you know, I don't want to yeah. play the belief game because I am not one to judge people for right. their beliefs. And really, like, I've heard it from them in a sense. And it's like, I've, it's kind of weird. I've heard it like, don't, uh, if you can't actually like hear the words in their language, like don't actually, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like I would say other religions are in you know, more, I deal with more English based, yeah, more English based religions. Like well, the terminologies are very similar, but uh, like in the Christian faith, you'd say that like you know a um, Mormon is uh, completely different than a Protestant kind of or a Christian. Lutheran or a West yeah, Baptist or a but Southern like, Baptist uh, or a yeah. But it's funny because certain religions in even in the Western civilizations, I guess, would say that are the most popular ones now here are, I don't know. They conglomerates. They do. Certain ones want to say that they are like, oh, well, we believe the exact same well, thing. But at and the core. The other people will be like, yeah, they don't. But. At the core of their tenants, they still do, though. You know, there's there's the the, the small, uh, like, things. And, but but, but that seems to be socially driven. 
mm-hmm. not religious based. And that's where the differences Kinda. get is were, were you born in Alabama or Mississippi or mm-hmm. Arkansas? And, and you could be the same quote unquote, you know, you could all doctrine be of doctrine, sorts. but if you're a web a West Baptist from Arkansas or a West Baptist from Min- Mississippi, those two will tell each other or tell you what's wrong with the other church. Both a of them, bit. they'll they'll still yeah. go. Oh, those web West Baptists right. in Arkansas. Well, man, nah, they, they precedents are well. They, they have like it. It's it's weird. It's a chicken fight. It is it's a chicken a fight. Silly little chicken. Yeah, fight. and it's the same thing with you know Muslims or 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 Jews or. You, it, Buddhists or Hindus, and you, I've met, dude. I know, I know a bit. So we in the my battle, work, in my work, we deal. City. <laughs> yeah, man, it's crazy. I don't want to actually get into it, it, much more of it um, until, yeah, until you know, a good it's time, right? But it's there's there's nothing wrong with views as long as you can have an open discourse with other people about that. But the moment you shut yourself off to hearing anything else, doesn't matter what you believe or anything, and this kind of gets back to the beginning of it, is there's people who are starving. Yeah. All over the world. That's awesome. And they all... Not awesome that they're starving, but... I, I want to get back to the beginning naturally. is is there are people all over the world who are starving who all believe different things. They all believe different things. So if you are sitting there right now and it doesn't matter what you believe but if you sit there and you think that there are people on this earth who are by just selection superior to other people on this earth then you're what's wrong on this planet like fuck you <laughs> really if you think that just because where you were born you're superior or you have an extra right to somebody else who just happened to be born in a spot where maybe they have dirty water their entire life they were they just happened to be born there you could have been born there definitely so the judging game has to stop on the level of humanity the ju- it has to stop it has to stop because we're all the same we're equal. We, How we, long have humans been around? Two hundred. How long our, have I mean, our paths crossed and people have explored thank that you. aren't yes. documented? Yes. And everyone's crossed paths. And dude, we've been doing this for so long. We've been just, doing this for so long. And just because the pigment of our skin just might look a little different, like or we were born fifty man. miles apart with a fake line between us, like. Dude, even to say right that now, Cali- exactly. even to say that California and Oregon are different because what some individual fucking government line that people surveyed with some fucking right. lasers and it happens to say that oh states stop here. Well, it is kind of silly. It's like, the same fucking land. Well, Alaska. None of it was I, owned I like by a, us before. Alaska is super prideful. Alaska is a hundred percent prideful. Just right. I would imagine Texas is prideful. And, and honestly, I would never talk bad about Alaska because no, nope, I love too. it. <laughs> I love Alaska. But, but you know, I mean, yeah, we are bigger, you know. But you know, there's great st- shit and awesome people in every single state, and it is just lines, yeah, imaginary lines, man. If you set too small of criteria for yourself, you'll never see the picture that's a little bigger than it. Maybe that macroscopic view of what you're looking at will help highlight a little more information that you had were privy to before. You know, s- always take that step back. Mm, take mm. Just take that little bigger view. 
look at humanity a little better, a little from a different, I mean, really without, you don't have to accept it, but just entertain a different view. Right. Look from someone else's shoes. Try to play that game and see where they come from. You might, you might realize that either you're right or you're wrong, like just or somewhere or between. You'll find the understanding to make you more, even if you don't adequate at yes the yes. actual like yes medium adequate. I like the word. Like you know, you'll find there's a middle ground. As long as you keep that open mind as you're listening to new input, you should have a more adequate. I don't know, man. I think that this is amazing. Let's. Let's play some more fucking let's, doobie. Let's play, our, yes, let's let's play let's, some doobs. Second song of Doobie Brothers, and we will be back after this song. China Grove, motherfuckers. Oh, This song is so fucking sweet. Dude, it's kicking our ass right now.
damn, that's a fucking good song, man. Wow, China Grove. I love Ooh. it. It's fucking China Grove, Doobie you Brother. You can even hear the music at night. damn. It's so good. Man, I feel like fucking doobs. So, I want to say right now, I want to I want to give a little bit of info on this because we it's been a while since we've done this just us. So right. this is Have this the is time. the Captain and Me. And this is the third album by the Doobie Brothers. Um, I have um, a little information. So this came out in 1973. We said that already. Um, Long Train Running and China Grove, the two first songs we listened to, those were both the first singles released off of it. Um, yeah. I love those songs, man. They're from my child interwoven into my memories and... Long Man. Train Running was released March 28th, 1973. Dude, that's awesome. And then July 25th was China Grove of 1973 as well. Cool. So, man, it's good stuff, man. Um, they were trying to... So other tracks on this album, they went to a more synthy type sound. They were mm. actually really trying to replicate some Beatles stuff. Um, it says in anyway on their wiki. Um, <laughs> wiki wiki, quick, wick wick wick. Um, I don't know. There's a lot of, there's a lot of good other songs. We're gonna be playing one more, and it's actually the opener of the B side. Without you is gonna be the next song you guys hear, and it's it's like the rocker of the album. Actually, it's a it's a good one, man. It's a great song. Um, yeah, I don't know. These guys are great. The Doobie Brothers, putting it out. It's funny. Loving it. Like so many people, like, I don't know. I think they talk about Doobie Brothers. They wear Doobie Brothers. They know. I don't know. It's there. This Even is one if, of those bands that, like Boston. Boston and Doobie Brothers to me, like, it are just transcends. Same, like, yeah. always in my brain. I don't know. If I need a good pick me up, or I don't know. It's so uh, nostalgic for me. I think, true. In for me, it's it's it, it doesn't like emulate all that I like do with my music because like no, a lot of times of I just I just listen to music and I sing and I feel super good, but any time that you know I do have this randomly come on or if yeah. I do choose it, I'm happy either way. <laughs> Dude, I I love that man. Um, I get the same like out out of you know Pink Floyd. I get always a little bit of just the kind of same feeling. Rush is the same way. Mm-hmm. Always get mm-hmm. kind of the same, just nostalgic. Like, if I need, but, but dude, it does, really doesn't matter what Rush song it is. If I put on a Rush song, I'm in a happy fucking mood, man. Yeah, I just like they're bopping along, hearing it. Um, I don't Can't know, man. But nod your head to all the yeah. intricacies and well, just... dude, the Doobie Brothers are the same way. They have such mm-hmm. good little yeah. I mean, the guitar playing and and, and the, they really wrote songs intricately even if you're going oh they only three chords or you know it's just blah 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 like it doesn't matter the time signatures it doesn't matter any of that they wrote some very taste they they chose the right notes at the right time and that took fucking musicianship man yeah it's impressive as fuck to me that that like they used their in instrumentation if they, if to they de- w- definitely like depict the sounds if they it, wanted to I think. if it wasn't this good it wouldn't have lasted this long like it wouldn't have stuck there and been this 
this right. transcendent. How many freaking albums or vinyls are we going to pick from freaking 1970 through Three. 75? Bro, dude, every, <laughs> Actually, this year specifically. 72, 73, I guess. 70, dude, we have a lot from 73. Mm. Really? And they're freaking awesome. They really are. I don't know. I feel like we should have some sort of like highlighted the best of we sh- okay. 72. Yeah, so, <laughs> so next episode when funny. we go... Just a f- top five, best of seventy two, yours and mine. Or best. Well, because this is if if I am correct, this is episode thirty eight right now. Mm-hmm. If I'm correct, this is episode thirty eight. Um and that means that next we have a bazooka coming up, and then next episode, next weekend episode is um yeah, this is episode thirty eight. So next episode that w- we're here playing our next vinyl. Be episode forty. Fruit. I. Yeah. Top Sorry. Three. So so maybe <laughs> we can just go through the vinyls we've played again, and uh, what what years they're from. And just kind of do a. Well, I don't know. Do like, show fifty is going to be some good highlights. Show though. fifty is going to be a fucking great time, yeah, and we're going to have a couple guests and we in should here. Have the uh, our other halves, hopefully. Yeah, so this is a thing that we've been talked about for a while. Is you guys heard the, or or you didn't hear, or you tried to hear, but you didn't make it through. However, you feel about it, the gaming episode we did, Mm. um, which was a good episode, but it was rough. It was just us outside, and it was something, you know, it was a little window into just us on playtime. It wasn't actually no, I'd say an episode. No, you know, it was just we put it out there as some material for you guys to rather than just not doing anything. We decided to show you a little window into how we interact with our, you know, other apps, our amazing women that we but they have told us for a while now if we make if we make 50 episodes with this show, which we're gonna, which we're right. Yeah, we're not stopping now. Are you kidding me? We We just just, we're barely even cracking the egg. The tip of the frickin iceberg is like the dick. It's just so girthy. It's right there, and it's ready. and it's only and it's only ten percent poking out of the water. The rest of the ninety percent of the icebergs below the water, man. It's true, and it's already lubed. Yep, dude. Joe Rogan's almost at a thousand episodes. Holy smokes, that's cool. It's fucking mind blowing. It's inspirational. It's one more reason to keep doing this fucking thing because we just have like he has that much material out. I want to put out material, and I'm not. I know we talked like we almost talked for 45 minutes a second ago about comparisons, but this is one of those things where I'm comparing to make myself better. To make <laughs> us better. Yeah. Right. Not, compa- like, not, com- yeah. Like, no, I get it though. It, you know, I do. It's crazy. I didn't say anything about how I do it. Cause I'm raw dogging it. <laughs> I'd like, I'm comparing myself all the time. You know, what's amazing right now is we're <laughs> also raw crappy. dogging it. No, I love the fact that it's just me back in the studio. Cause dude, we're both shirtless. It's been a while. Right. It's, it's hot, man. It's, it's, Portland's awesome right now. Portland's kicking it's hot. it. We have We're ice up. cold gin and tonics. Dude, um, Aaron fucking, dude. I almost fucking called you out about your name, your amazing name. You Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, my boy. But uh, I don't know. Certain things we can't say on the air, but I appreciate Aaron more than fucking words can even express. Well, the feeling really? is mutual. Really? Um, Our endeavors are just so nasty. Bro, bro, so check this out. This is actually, this This was an idea that I thought about wanting to talk about, and then I decided that maybe I didn't want to talk about it, and I 
I actually decided that I wasn't going to bring it up until you just brought that bar in. That's fine. And you said that I'm like, you have more, you know, whatever. So I want you to, I want you to think about this for a second. I'm going to ask you a question right now. Who are you? Because, because I thought about this being asked to me. No one's asked me that in a while. Yeah. Who are you? Who am I? Who are you? In my current state. Who's, who are you? I am is an ever developing man that enjoys spending time learning from experiences that I am always bringing in. I don't know. There's just the perceptions that I'm getting from everybody else is kind of molding me as I'm going. But I do have natural tendencies to lean towards things that I have already enjoyed in the past. I love, I have a potential for, I don't know, music and words. And if I see other people involving themselves in the same activities, I'll draw myself towards those people. Um, I don't try to affiliate myself with negative individuals because I don't think they're productive mostly. Yes. But I think in my inner core what I'm trying to perpetuate and what I'd like to people what I'd like for people to see when they look at me right now which isn't necessarily like the most important thing to me but I do value other people's opinions because I don't know because I I don't know. <laughs> I think it's important. But what I'd like for people to see when they think about me. Or to or look at you. Right. However, I guess right. if it was sort of, if it was like an instant, like, you know. Okay, uh, okay, look at you is the wrong mm. word. I mean, yeah, the think, people that think know about me, you, interpret you. The people and, that I want to say interpret. actually kind of know a little, or yeah, I don't know. I wish that I was looked at as a leader that isn't afraid to go against the tide that is also compassionate that is willing to listen to other people even though i know what you know is best for maybe a group or maybe but are you willing but the thing is is you say that and and you're willing to listen to other people even though you know Mm -hmm. but in that you're i would assume anyway you're still willing to get your mind changed right you would you you could change your mind if someone went and changed your mind right and really, more or less, I think that why I stated that was because I think it's really important that you need to have some sort of agenda right from the get go. A hundred percent. Or at least. Yes. Or, or at least. Yes. And it's not necessarily like, I don't know. Sorry, ag- I freaked ag- out a little bit. Agenda well, is correct. Agenda is a very, no, it's very right. common or, or like. But, com- but mutually descriptive word. Agenda, yeah. me- agenda implies purpose agenda implies thought and agenda implies specificity specificity that's fine being specific being specific (laughs) specificity specificity i do there's a word for it specificity i like that one specificity i don't know if that's it i don't know if it's either (laughs) being specific of course yeah that's the one (laughs) sure but i don't know you're right maybe that's almost like I don't Dude, know. That's agenda, one of the, that's, agenda has such negative connotation when you hear it. I don't think so. I, I think amongst, I, I think a lot of people. To me, when I hear it, I think that they they're up to no good. 
If but, they have an agenda. Mm, but I think that in the but light, lighthearted sense of like oh, common oh. knowledge and spreading feelings amongst people. Man, communication. I, see, I hear gender for me, and I don't want to... To me, it's interesting that agenda is negative for you because I, I actually view agenda as neutral. The word in itself, mm-hmm. to me, doesn't... Well, it's how you use it. Depending amongst if somebody you know, says who you hear from, I was doing but. this because I had an agenda. Even dude, even if somebody says I have an agenda, I I can't like I have an agenda to become a better person. Mm-mm. My life goal, yeah, that's not a negative thing. But if I said I have an agenda, I without like specifying, gets, I feel like it gets brought up more in a negative sense. I okay, I guess the word is used only, more negatively. I think, but I think it's just a neutral word. I think, yeah. you know, overall, that was a great answer for who you well, are, man. No, I feel I, like, I, I, yeah, I don't know. I'm impressed. That was a you actually answered that kind of incredibly well. And I, I and want to hear it again <laughs> for myself, just because you will uh, instinctually like. I don't know. You can. I know I sprung it on you, of course. But I wanted that. I wanted that instant reaction because. Yeah. But what I think you showed is that you had thought about yourself before. Well, not very far back, even. I don't know. No, I know. I think it. But but you thought about. I've it. grown into it. That's almost. that's my that that's what I was trying to express right. for people listening out there because I think you could listen to that right there versus the very first episode we did and realize in just thirty seven episodes or thirty eight episodes mm. we've fucking grown as people, man. Right. Well. And, it's good. It's, it's not six months. It's not like you're getting your arm twisted just by, you know, coming up with something to say. It's right. more or less just like you're able to talk it out in a comfortable space. Yes. And I don't know, man. Yeah. You're my best bud. <laughs> well, Damn, I love if it. I can't talk and just, you know, be out there with everyone, like, I don't know. That's what the good. fuck are we doing here? Exactly. This yeah. Is, yeah. We've, we've been at this freaking however many thirty over thirty eight episodes thirty eight. So I don't know. I feel like it's we're crazy. just now getting into it. Even I don't know. I feel like now we're at the point where we can truly actually help people in a way. I think so. Well, it's what's cool. You bringing that up. Like we've had a few people already tell us that our show, just us doing this and talking the way we talk, has done people some good. Yeah, just being positive. Being and, yeah, po- the positivity has helped other people enforce positivity, and I think that's a huge part of socio structure is mm. us being, you know, deciphering who we are, but also being okay with things being bad or good. I don't know. Yeah, you know, like I guess you're. I don't know. You're right. <sighs> you're much better at that than I am. In well, a way, too. Like you're more. I don't know. You're better at realizing, like, what is, I don't know. You're more comfortable perpetuating, like, well, I just, what we've done, you know. There I mean? are. Like, you're better at looking at, like, the whole project and being like, man, this is a value. And as to, like, I'm just like, it's not that I don't enjoy it at all or, I don't know, maybe that was a little bit too overboard. No, right? no, <laughs> no, no, no. There's like, nothing overboard about that. That's But, you know, it's like. Man, I'm really I, if, if I'm, I, I'm more positive than I've ever been ever. It, <laughs> no, no, really. And, and if I were to it's say, crazy. I would say that that in like, you know, and I don't want to talk about it, 
more than the project that we were doing with Shiznati. Um, and I, I really want to leave it at that. But in that project, like I could say that you were being very positive, but you were being you, your comparison size was a smaller field. So you were you were just taking shorter examples and comparing them to each other versus the bigger thing versus the other bigger things we've done. Mm-hmm. And that's and that I I I really focus on it. It's not a negative thing. It's it's a uh, learned thing. It's a it's me I mean You're able to look at <sighs> see you I I, I focus at on it from what we've done. Yes. And what we've already done and what we've done in the last couple of months as like yes. we just started this podcast, man. Right. Really, like it's not that old. Thirty eight no. episodes. Holy shit, which is great. We're but not then even, again. We're like, not even at actually we're just getting six in. months yet. Yeah. So we're just now getting into like sound production, making beats, making all kinds of crazy shit. Dude, real editing. Like for, like figuring for fun, out for our commercials. So for, I, I would hope you guys notice. If, if you're some of the people right now listening to this that have listened since the beginning. I hope you think we're I would, getting better. Well, <laughs> I hope you think we're getting better, but I hope you also notice that the audio quality that you're listening to is better. Because I spend a lot of fucking time actually now at the end of every right? episode. It's getting better every like, time. Like every making, time. making the episodes cleaner, crisper for you to listen to. Less background noise, less other things, you know. Um I just, I, I want to make, <coughs> I mean, it's not that we, we, I never edit out something that we say yeah. ever. I mean, you hear words are gold raw, unedited for the, I mean, li- vocally wise. Okay. A uh, uh, key example. I said something that I terribly regret earlier. Yeah. Okay. What <laughs> is it? Tell and me. You can go back and look. Okay, so right around 52 minutes on this podcast. <laughs> oh, I love it. No, really, this is it. Or it was right around there within five minutes, either way. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not that no, good at remembering good. things. But you were like, kids are starving all over the world. And like, and I said, this is great right after that. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Like, that is a terrible fucking thing to say if you were to take that fucking five seconds of out of context, audio clip. Of yeah, course. exactly, man. That's like, oh man, like it still resonates in my brain. Like, how could I ever have fucking just said that instinctually? Like, that's so insensitive. You in know, that really one context, yes, yeah. But either way, but like, the but you said this is great, and in looking back at the whole context, if yeah. you were to listen a little before and a little farther after, you uh-huh. would you would realize that you were saying this is great that we brought up the context that we right. brought up the subject. Mm-hmm. And what had actually happened was after you said it, or you know, when you brought it up, this is great. Like I really just want to talk about my you know my Muslim buddy that was observing this religious holiday that like I. I respected because the whole thing is about them actually being like people are less fortunate and it doesn't matter what they believe. Like we're going to eat a little less to share a little more and we're only going to eat at nighttime, um, you know, just to respect the actual, you know, way that the foods that we're eating are actually created kind of thing. Like, man, that's awesome. I mean, for if you're going to if you're going to believe in something like. I don't know. That seems like that's a good thing to believe, man. Like Arbor Day or, you know, like this is actually well, like a very. <laughs> yeah. no, Arbor, Arbor Day might be actually a bad example. But, well, I know. But uh, no, I believe you. And but, I agree with you. I don't know. It's planetary, even though it is. I don't know. It was cool. 
But yeah, I really don't think it's, you know. No, it was nothing to actually worry that, about. That people are starving. It's no, terrible. of course people not. Starving. It, it's actually the saddest thing in in my in my view of morality, in where I think the the comparison of of human well being mm. and human suffering and the light come from starving is the worst atrocity that I can think of for a human. Right, withering away. I mean, and not being able to find sufficient it's, it's drowning, nutrients, drowning, burning. Di- I mean, any type of death mm. is none of them. Out. None of them are as bad as as is dying from no food, dude. Mm. Like that, and that it happens to children, and not only children. It's like, dude, these kids aren't in brick walls, like surrounded in fucking. It's not like they're not being fucking fed, like like by on purpose. It's not a purposeful right. thing. It's just the fact that they haven't been. They're, There's they're, nothing around. They're born in a place that they are deprived from the moment they're born. They're right. deprived. They're the moment they're born. Like, man, the odds in some <laughs> it's of these. It's so weird too, because like the commercials you see, and like it, they're made to make you feel like you know Sarah McLaughlin playing the most terrible song ever. Of course, just like making you feel this like gut wrenching, terrible, like tear jerking song, and then. I don't know. That's not it, even as sad as it actually no. is, man. What really sucks is like when you see those things, it's almost like desensitizing in a way. No, it is. And no, that's really what really, is. really sucks is like, man, fuck. If every person did donate freaking 16 cents a day, like we could literally eradicate well, a lot. Of, or, yes, we could. But the I mean, thing is, is where are you donating to? Because yeah, it's proven, oh, donations in a it's sense proven are, things like the Salvation Army and the Red Cross are only donating to those. They're helping themselves. They're not actually giving any better things to the people there. They're actually skimping on the supplies they give to the people in need. Mm. And place. I mean, it's not a straight across. The Salvation draw. Army is actually one of the most fucking tret like they steal from people, man. And in 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 the fact that where they say the the money you give them goes, it doesn't actually go there. End up there in a way. No, there's. I mean, there are good foundations out there. There really are. World Against Hunger, um, dude. Wow, and and other other organizations. This is a bold statement, but I hope that if we ever have a good little bit, man, it'd be really cool to do something. Anything. Anything. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. I mean, well. I don't well, know. I you feel know, like so, our podcast in general started off so as there's, like a way to find So check this out. So, so there's there's a, a UFC fighter um and he's been on Rogan a, f- a few times and uh his oh god my name he was just in my brain um but he helps out the pygmy comp in in Congo and mm-hmm. in other na- like areas around in Central Africa he helps out the pygmies for clean water um Justin Owens just Justin Wells, something like that. Um, but his foundation is amazing. And um, that's actually one of everything I've listened to that if I, like, you know, it, it's, it's been a moral <coughs> battle for me. Not to, kind of in a way. Not to. Man, yeah. It, I, it has I get to that because, entirely. Because I go... God damn! Ever like, I bought some gin today for us to have gin because it's been so fucking hot out, and they're refreshing and mm, fresh lime right. and nice ice, and just you know, you know, 
it's it's a nice refreshing fucking drink for us to have and i knew we're gonna be sitting here at the podcast and like i i literally could have donated to uh fight for the forgotten that's the name of the fucking foundation um fight for forgotten and it is the pygmies of the congo and they're like dude these people have drilled hundreds of wells for them fresh water wells for them now and like they have gone from a place where they weren't allowed to clean water. They had to literally take their water from animal drinking holes. And if anybody wow. knows anything about drinking holes with animals, is they shit where they drink yeah. in Africa. Mm. They've evolved and been able to survive yep. that. Yeah. So, But that's where humans got their water from over there. So um, the fight for the forgotten. We don't do too well with parasites in our water. No, we don't. Um, especially people born with no immunity to them. So, because unfortunately, did they have any sort of like fire so, boiling system? Well, or do you know so, about no, any well, yeah, or? yeah. So, no, no. So, what, what happened is, is he, he helped start the fight for forgotten, um, foundation for these people over there. And they go over there, him, like, he, what he did is he went over there, he took five years, he was a UFC fighter. And he took mm. five years out of the UFC to go and live over there, off and on again. And te- not not just building what he, he's not going over there with people and just building wells. Yeah. He's teaching the people there mm. to build the wells, to find clean water. Dude. He's teaching them hygiene. These people didn't know what soap was. What if no, that's like, what like, we did, man? Not that's that what, entirely. No, so check but, this out. So, so know. there's 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 a few like the more and more we do this, and and I'm actually seeing people. You know, we're getting around the world. We're getting more and more likes, man. Let's just we're set getting up more some stuff. Solar so, panels and go travel and so between like we could get. He goes all over the place. Like we could contact the fight for forgotten thing. We could see you know we could see what we could do as far as our listener base to help on that. Um, there's also why not in, in call Amer- to action. There's also a call to action led exactly. by us. Well, there's also in America. It's like because because man, we could yeah. Let's focus overseas. Let's also focus in America. Of course, let's help fucking starving kids that have bad water here. I want to like in our city, like Portland in yeah, itself. Yeah, I want to make a pinnacle. Like look, I want to look I at wanna, the fucking. F- if look I at, was to divide it into three categories for at home, you know, health or you know, being helpful, I'd say like okay, so. Portland-based helping of maybe homeless people um, or, you know, just, I don't know, community awareness of really serious things that are, like, we have problems in Portland. Dude, water. Uh, Right? Like, clean water to some Affordable water in the schools. Man, we had a huge lead problem. With with public schools here Mm. last year, man. And, like, that's what I mean. Like... Let's let's work on like where's the fucking infrastructure that we were told we were getting because we're gonna make America fucking great again. Mm. We don't have the infrastructure here. Our roads are shit. Like we drive on potholes. Mm. Our fucking schools have water problems. <laughs> the best thing Portland has going for it is the vigilante uh, road cleaners and yeah <laughs> and fixers. Yeah, we have guys coming out at nighttime in. In freaking bandanas. In bandanas, and they're pouring tar and fucking 
homemade concrete and fixing Wouldn't that potholes have been, in that the road so dude. much better because if that's what we they're were not into. <laughs> well but they're not paying fucking our city workers to do the shit at no. least not at a rate that or they the, want to go fast or they're not employ, employing enough workers because they're not willing to pay for it so they're not willing to pay enough workers in our city to fill the holes fast enough dude unfortunately i haven't done it, any sort of construction work in portland so I don't necessarily know how it works or if it's like if they have labor unions. There or... are. Of course it is. But they have to be willing to pay for the salary increase. They have to because salary. Or if there's they DOT have, jobs. They have not, they or... have union salary caps that are divided among amongst employees. And if they're not willing to increase their salary cap for employees, then either all to to get more employees in a business, all employees take a pay cut or. They raise the salary cap so that they can hire more employees at the same rate and just pay everybody the same. But if they're not willing to increase the salary, then no one else gets hired, dude. And that's what's happening in our city. That they're not increasing. I still think we have a very booming economy. We, We do in the tech industry and in the production industry, but not in the maintenance and like civil the, the civil Road. service oh. industry of our of our city they're not so. i am kind of surprised at how long it takes to fix bridges here it like not really like bridges that are stretching over like large chunks of fucking rivers or land no. or you L- know or spanning things. large gaps but right. i mean i mean you know small um chunks of pavement here to there um or i don't know Back in Alaska, I was always told, because I went through a construction academy, and I went through laborers' union training, and I did do freaking large-scale um, bridge yeah. renewals. And, um, man, I was I actually, one of my jobs for a summer was I was actually completely, uh, I repelled, or uh, I hung from a harness um, over the edge of, a newly constructed bridge and I hung bur- wet burlap sacks over some newly made pavement because the pavement was getting so hot as soon as it got dropped. The concrete? That they needed it to actually like suck up the water and keep the moisture because they didn't want it to make large cracks as soon as the... It uh, dried. Yeah, the surface as as dried. So, yeah. like, so I was like, you know, completely agile. I had already gone through firefighter training and done like rescue training and so yep. I was used to doing fucking... I don't know, just kind of, uh, yeah, good, good stuff, man. So I hung burlap sacks all summer on fucking dry pavement as That's it crazy. cured, and um, I actually learned how to build scaffolding underneath bridges, and uh, I, yeah. That's awesome, man. I've so never done back shit in like Alaska, that. I was able to like learn about that, but here I feel like. I don't know. We're ten years in the future. We're yeah, from, on the construction curve of you know how of we Alaska. are. Yeah, but we're, yet we're but, actually probably more than that. This but is, yet this is what I learned like fifth ten years ago. No, of course, <laughs> but but Alaska can keep keep the roads clean and paved. Mm. They don't here. That's that's just funding. That's a well, strict funding less issue. Cars on the road. Um, them built and packed down better initially 
they don't actually well, prep roads here very well. Well, I, but again, more I think it. that's a funding issue. If they could spend more money to keep the roads closed longer to pay more people to do a better job. If if they would, you know what I mean? Like, to keep the roads closed longer, it takes more money to open, you know, to do other things or to redirect mm. traffic here to pay people to fucking hold signs longer. Like, but to do a good job, it takes longer mm. to make the job sealed right. better. To well, re- back home in Alaska, you freaking, you knock out a chunk of cement and you literally can go like four or five miles down and dump it in a hole. It's not going to bother anything like, or there's yeah. construction, you know True. what I mean? Like here you have to freaking all pack it down and fucking truck a whole bunch of fucking cement that was already made once that's all chunked out and mixed with dirt. And you have to drive it down fucking I five North to a special spot way far away. Just like, yeah. I don't know. I think that's probably a lot of the time. That but, it takes but that's I mean. It's all money, though. Like in the them. end, I think it's just the money they can spend to make all this stuff happen. Because logistically, it just takes hiring more trucks and allotting more time for the thing to happen. Not trying to fit it in such a short time, but that all takes more money over the whole. Like, yeah, they to, could be potentially shortcutting. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just just right. for spending wise, you know, they they a lot uh, they a lot of. Comp- I don't know, man. It's kind of crazy. I think that, like, moving to Portland, like, I feel like... Opened my eyes a lot. We were completely, like, awestruck. But then again, now, being here, I feel like we're fortunate because we've been uh, a part of a culture that naturally understood that, like, man, it takes money to, like, run a city. And, like, dude, you want to look at a beautiful city every day? You want to, I don't know, you selflessly give. And like right now in the moment, it's not like instant gratification. Yeah, I, I got a little bit of my taxes going to the city. Well, Kenai didn't have hundreds of people a month mm-hmm. moving into it and pitching tents in every grassy spot available. Right. And between then, buildings and, and next to roadways. Maybe they'll stick around. And like, uh, y- you know. Right. Well, Alaska doesn't I have. Don't know. I don't know. It was Definitely It was an eye opening for me to see like. Holy shit! Like the the city moves around, people pay for stuff for the city to get good. Yet, people keep coming here, and mm. nothing helps them, or they don't help anybody else. Like it's both ways. It uh, goes: the I city was, doesn't help any people, and the people don't help the city because right. the city doesn't help the people because the people don't help the city. I, like, I recently watched a documentary <laughs> on homeless people and. Um, basically kind of their general attitudes. And I don't know exactly how perfect that was. So if you're well, homeless listening to this if and my, I don't accurately depict you, I'm sorry. My understanding really. is, mo- like, for my understanding and what I've seen, most people don't actually want to be homeless, man. Yeah. That's my understanding. Like, from, mm. from my personal experience, most don't want to be. But yeah. the ones that want to be are f- very, very flagrant about the fact that they want to be homeless. Yeah, they're the loud voice of the community. Okay, it's just I. For I me, wasn't gonna necessarily like, you know. Well, I boast that, but I, I just, I think most people are on hard times. You man. Think, yeah. And, see, and well, it could be, it could uh, be. See, I, I think it's multifaceted. Me and you see eye to eye on this, I think. I think, I think it's you understand that, you know, a lot like of times... Like mental that, issues. Well, and people like to talk themselves into having those, too. No, yes, no, people like Which to... Which in itself is a mental issue nowadays. Enabling, <laughs> if you will. Um, enabling it. You used, back in the day, you used to be able to call 
a crazy person crazy. But right. now you have to say... <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Well, but it's true. Like, Well, I think there's a difference between people that are like mentally, you know, insane and people that are or are just kind of and this is really like lighthearted. Well, it's light it's like, lighthearted but also they understand. They just want to believe that something's going on. Yes. Kind of thing. Like they're just playing into this kind of facade or this stereotype or this whatever it is that is greatly making I don't know. Making the world view them negatively, but they're okay with it. But it could, I mean, yeah, are they okay with it? Or do they actually think that the world's against them because they have an issue where it complicates their judgment of reality? Like, like to any minor degree, it could, it could be that they're perfectly rational except for the fact that their food is laced out, they think, all the time. Or, like, mm. there could, I mean... I don't know. Was I being heartless, though? No, initially no, 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 you weren't. No, I, th- I, think, I think that to walk down the road of talking about homelessness and people... It's a wide spectrum. It's, dude, it's, it's, comp- it's, it's an entirely, deeply nuanced situation and we have to understand that there are always going to you can you can pick any example good people out there that don't have a house that's that's my point and well you can pick but 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 what sucks more than that and and that does really fucking suck i don't want to down i don't want to downplay i don't want to downplay like the tragedy that is someone losing a house because they can't pay their mortgage mm. because of the government fucking with our money and th- them becoming homeless out of just sheer circumstance. You know, I, I the same that someone becomes a millionaire out of circumstance. I don't like people lose their house. Yeah. Like that really fucking happens. It's not that they're negligent people. It's not that they don't care about society or, yeah. but, but you can always find that outlier. You can always find the one like data point uh, that shows this is what could this changed. is what could have changed, or this is the person that had every opportunity and chose not to have it. So look, let, let's judge every fucking person off that. They're all criminals, or they're all felons who can't find living, or they're like to do that is fallacious. Mm. Man. What you have to realize is the whole topic is entirely nuanced. There is a wide spectrum of it. But the few points of reality that we can talk about without having to have multiple people from different viewpoints arguing the topics, the things we can agree on, I think, without mm-hmm. with, without making steps out of bounds, without claiming things that we don't know. I think we can say honestly that people people have a tendency to con- continue down a road of darkness. If they're on one, if they have started on a way that treats them badly, they they will continue on that. That's just kind of yeah. my view of people. Yeah. In any spectrum whatsoever, people will continue down that road of darkness. It's, so, I, I think, have an internet, like an interesting conundrum now. Okay, I, okay, I've been faced with something. Okay, let me fin- let me finish this real Go fast. Ahead and finish. I, but I also think that people are willing to get out of any hole they put themselves in. I th- that's my double sided right. coin. 
They will. <laughs> okay. okay. So they will push them down, but they're willing to get out. But it's ease. It's ease for anybody. We've, we've come into a culture where we take the easy path. That's what we do as humans now. We take the easy path. And so you guys have to understand that for a lot of people, it's easier to be homeless. Yeah. It is. It's easier. And they take that path, whether they have a handicap or not, because a lot of them do. Whether they have financial issues or not, or they're felons or not, whether they're running from someone or escaping someone or rebelling from someone or not. It, in the end, it comes down to ease. And right now we have a culture, we have a society where people are making it easy because, dude, cops won't mess with them anymore. Cops, they just, oh man, there's homeless people and they've taken over this little camp and they've started yeah. this thing. Well, I guess they're just there now. And we've passed laws where you can't fuck with them because again, yeah. against, again, there's the right of the people and, and like they're humans. They need a pl like a place to stay. But this is, this is like the crux of where I, I, I don't, where do you it's go from here now? It's exactly. There's actually like group of people conjugating together with the common mindset that that's where they're living, and now it's become. And I don't know. I know. Which, there's there's which many. Sounds like we're being completely negative. Like people got to no, live this somewhere. Is, they have. This to. is just the honest situation like, we've like, been met I, with. This is where I do. I, I'm not. I don't. I don't have a. a, a, I, a I'm not. I'm not proposing or, anything. Right. I'm saying this is what I view in my day to day life. Uh, yeah, I see. It I see community. I, I see communities of homeless people who taken over places who uh, don't pay anything to live there, and yet they're not hurting anybody. No. Some of them might actually hold jobs. Kind of makes because. I see them have phones. Everyone could do the same, but then again, no, it know. it almost does. But Kinda. at the same, but at the same time, if it was like all fair, other equal. ones, other ones don't live anywhere. They don't stake a plot anywhere, and they fuck with everybody. And they are the ones who break windows, and they're the ones who do things, and they give bad names for everybody else. Yeah. And like laws have been passed not to mess with the people who take these places because it's public property. Like they're camping on public property. It's theirs because of government rights. They have a social security card. But we also have social norms and regulations and unspoken things of like, you know, this is public place to not clog up because you want kids to run there too. Right. And you want your fucking, okay. you want to be able to go to this park and have your kids run around and not have a tent for them to run into with homeless people there. And not worry about freaking razor blades is one of, or are one of them syringes yeah. or yeah, because tinfoil. One out of five, one out of six of them really? find addiction in this transition to homelessness because of the. Rough, roughness, going but to they're bed still on working. cold. But they're still working. Like a majority of the people who are homeless lose. Be, they're working a job that they can't afford a home, but they can't afford a cell phone. So they camp. They sleep in a tent they bought from Walmart or from Dick's yeah. Sporting Goods for $60. And they sleep in the tent. But they're still having a nine to five fucking job at eight dollars or nine dollars, nine seventy five an hour or whatever minimum wage is. And they're working that job and it's not enough to fucking support a house. 
but no. it's enough to fucking live homelessly, eat right. okay, and fucking do a little bit of smack. Yeah. And and maybe that's homelessly the, support one more kind of half person. Right. Right. And that's that the barely ar- clings see, on that's to my life. argument. That's my argument for the the public space is public space is because kids and parents and like me being a kid and coming from Alaska and we were I mean, arguably, we were spoiled, man. Because, yeah, because we could go everywhere. We could go Enjoy anywhere. open space. And if we ever, like, we could be, oh, want to go to this park at any time of the day ever. And there was, like, if there were other families there, they were just good to do, too. You know what I mean? Like, it was, it was that, um, I don't know, man. It was, we were spoiled, but now. We are. I still I notice like I my, <laughs> we my, really are, my niece Mariah taking her daughter Arlia around to parks and stuff and there's been many a time she's been just walking down the road to take her daughter to the park and someone fucking walks out and it's creepy and they hold this corner of a street down and they live with two or three other people in the fucking trees in the corner of a street and they hold that corner down and every time you walk by it they're fucking asking you for more money or they're asking wow. you for like you know, doing a toll. Yeah. How yeah. you doing? How about you give me a quarter today? Oh, if you want to go by tomorrow, you better give me flowers a for the ve- like, like, I, you know, like where is there? I don't there... know why I chose that voice. I don't know why either, but it's a voice <laughs> I've heard many times. And my question is, I have two questions and I don't, I don't expect an answer. This is more of a question to the people out there because these are the moral things I struggle with because they're human beings and they have every right to food and well-being and shelter that I have. And that, crossing the fucking road or that's feeling what comfortable I, God, at a corner. Yes, they all have the fucking same rights. But where is there a line? My first question, is there a line? Is there a line where rights stop and obstruction of rights start and where is that line for for humans whether you have a job or not whether you pay rent or you own a home or not whether you drive a car or not it does like pick whatever philosophical um viewpoints you want to start from and then ask yourself the question what what's more important like what's what's more important human well-being as a whole as this a group isn't, this is a no-brainer to me but this is something that like but this, this is, is but this is what i this is what's be. argued about right this is what's argued about is what's Most, better human well-being for everybody or people who pay taxes get better treatment than the people who don't like it what where yeah, or the yeah the people that you know they're making the most money, so they're giving the most. Like they're giving the better they're treatment. Told to give it because really, maybe, that's the thing. Or maybe they're told they're better. Well, because yeah, they, they're told they're better, but in their brain, like I really am actually giving more money to say help everybody okay, else. Okay, sure. They might pay more <laughs> yeah, taxes yeah. a year. I than don't think me. it's good. But but you okay? Look at okay, I'll I'll do this comparison. I make thirty eight grand. Someone who makes a hundred and twenty grand a year, right? Okay, they take vacations, they have a fucking two houses, they have a few cars and maybe a boat mm-hmm. and they make 120 grand a year because they pay more taxes because maybe they pay incrementally more for every firefighter and every police officer right. and every road thing that they works might, than me. They might make, you know, four but, times but more than you, but only they make play four but a third 
of in taxes. Uh, in taxes, but but the simple fact that they pay more in taxes than me does that mean they they, they deserve more in rights than I, I deserve? I, no, they no, don't. of course not. not. So because I but pay I feel more, like in that's ta- the justification. But be, that is the justification. But I go, no, that's not right. So then I ask Maybe. myself, if I pay my amount in taxes a year to someone who doesn't work and doesn't pay taxes that like transition of like do they Huge deserve difference. less rights than me because they don't like i don't think they do i i mean i i want to say that they have every right i have because we're still fucking humans and that's the base goddamn line yeah like the, the fact You're that right. we're believing there's a huge division there is a huge division and the fact that we were we're told that like our contribution monetarily to uh. society is then somehow abstractly proportioned to our well-being and our worth like the amount we pay into society is somehow worth the amount that we are as humans right like well this is fucking kind how of, does that correlate this is my most direct example that i can yeah correlate to or say like i've worked for fucking walmart for seven years which is okay a good amount of time you know but in the grand scheme of things walmart's been open for fucking 60 more maybe (laughs) you know wow yeah so it's like i've only you know just fractions of what's actually right you know so it's like i can get and I do have a lot of actually extra benefits and things just because I have been tenured, been there a yeah. while. But, but then again, like right now, hourly, I get paid the same amount as uh, I've been a manager there for four years and I get the same amount as someone there that's been there a year because yeah. because of a newly developed system last year that was like, okay, all people that have this job title get this much money, which was a raise. But it took away basically all the benefits of you, so, the time you put in. So if you're good, you'll get recognized, you'll get promoted. If you're not good, like, right, they kind of took away that, like, kind of the know, incentive in a way. Like, okay, okay so yeah. yeah, you're all getting raises. So if you can just deal with the fact that you're all getting, like, okay, so my benefit is that I have been there for years. So, right, accumulatively, I get, le- I, I work. Less hours and I get more pay, like paid time off, so I yeah that's the benefit they give you right right so but uh, it's kind of weird it is kind of weird because you would think that they would just say you have put all this time in here's more monetarily per hour right well I actually and the more I think about it I really enjoy it because um just like a lot of probably other retailers everything okay yeah. i like it actually yeah really and at first i didn't because i was like ah I, I make as much as everybody else but you know what it did gotcha. it weeded out people too the ones the that, ones that couldn't hang well the people that were in prestigious positions that just couldn't actually um keep up with the new you know speed, gotcha the yeah. speed and like they've been there forever and they just been squatting and coasting and like man that's my i hate it i hate i hate coasting. that too man i hate coasting i have a few coasters in my coasting. work that i look at and go god mm. like not that even we're in the same part or same position or anything because i'm actually in a completely mm. different vi- division in my work you know like you have you have different sections in your work yeah. you know yeah 
same thing in my departments. In yeah, departments. Yeah, I'm in a completely different department, but I look at other departments and I go, man, like I I look at the, I look at the the parts that lack in other departments, mm-hmm. and I see where mm-hmm. adjustments could be made. Even though I'm not in that department, I'm sure I'm sure you do the same thing. Oh, like, of course, you look across the business. My, and my thing is like. My and this is where I actually get judge, well, because you judgmental. Had, well, well, real quick, but uh, before that, because I, uh, I think the thing that even though our both of our business, like both of the jobs we do, are different in many ways. One thing that we share in common, I think I can surely say, mm-hmm. is that the the nature of our job implies that we have to deal with other departments. Yeah. At some point, like communication, like the the efficiency of another department greatly depicts what happens within our job. So, like, like how other people work around, like from other departments, how they work depicts how the efficiency of your stuff gets unloaded or loaded in other times when you're not responsible. Versus me, the the efficiency of which people can get parts unloaded or loaded, or how the efficiency of the stocking of parts works in the other parts depicts how I get my parts to do the jobs I right. do. Like heck yeah. We have to both wor- look at the efficiency of and worry about the energy of other people in the yeah. workplace. That I think that kind of translates more than just the job but into society in general in our understanding of the maybe the impact of people to society in general, you know what I mean? Like how we watch people, other employees of our work impact the job performance. Yeah. We definitely. look we can broaden that out and look at the impact of humans who sit on the side of the road impact human performance. Right. I I get you, dude. I don't know. That's maybe a big mm. stretch. Maybe No, big... I don't think it's at all. I think it's I think it's actually pretty I don't know. Straight across the board. I think now, yeah, I'm able to yeah. actually. Um, I'm. I have a good. I don't have necessarily like the strongest produce crew, but every morning, as soon as my truck comes in, and basically, I work in produce. If you didn't know, if you're just like tuning into this episode, you might be you our first listener right now, and you, going, you "These guys not, are crazy!" Right? You might never have known ever what I've done, but that's fine. Um, anyways. Yeah, I work in produce. I <laughs> I fill up super. I sell like seven thousand dollars maybe today in produce. I and I, if you're just listening to this, you might wonder what I do as well because I was really <laughs> vague this whole episode. I build four by four trucks. I do four by four customizations and off road vehicle <laughs> stuff. I'm a mechanic, right? But that being said, like. I don't know. We do. We deal with different people in different departments. And uh, what I was trying to come across and say earlier was that, like, in the morning, I get a truck that comes in and I get, you know, a lot of stuff all in at once. And um, we're closed overnights for, you know, six hours. And I sell all night and I don't have a closing associate. So we have to, in the morning, we have to super fill everything. So I get everybody in my area all at once. People that yeah, don't know yeah, anything about crazy. vegetables. Yeah. You know, so at freaking six in the morning, I get all these people that don't really know a whole lot about vegetables. But then again, like, they're catching on, man. It's getting better. And I'm super proud. And I don't ever say it, but like, I love my job. 
I love my freaking. I know you do. I do actually, and I love all the people I work with, and they're like my family. And I can't even express enough how much I appreciate the people I work with. But um, it is super fucking stressful because it's early as fuck, and I stay up late doing cool things like this. This, <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean, fucking like, right? Really? So we have so much extracurricular stuff that we impact our lives with. That, right, like, dude. I want to stay up late and write music all night and. Yeah, I do want to freaking get really creative. I want to get analytical too, and I think about my job with you because I know. Yeah, I do. It's fun because I love my life. I love my life. Well, me and you together, extraordinarily, like we can talk about all this and everything we've talked about so far. I think pertains. You know, anybody with any field could find some um, correlation to our lives in that, and like find some resemblance and, and be able to reflect and go, Oh yeah, I feel the same way. But you know, extraordinarily between us, not only do we do this, not only are we in bands together, right? Not only do we do kind of interesting jobs, socio socioeconomically, but we're also like on the line to like changing the way things happen in certain aspects of life. Right. Like we in, want to look at it, everything. We we take an extra step that a lot of people don't take, and we've mm. taken it already, and it's starting to really pan out. Right, man, I can't wait till we get more ideas bouncing off <sighs> us. We've well, met some, I can't we've, wait. We've I can't had wait. Some really good conversations. We like, have had off and, air with some people that are coming here. Soon. Well, and and the the thing yeah. is, and like where I I want to go to the third song. Um, which is the first song on the B side of our Doobie Brothers album? Because don't we, don't think we forgot about the album, guys. Right. Don't think we, we forgot about it. We going. just had an amazing fucking conversation this last hour. Right. But but something I want to say is we have like show me the we way. we we sit here and we talk about all the things that influence us and impact us and make us go better and drive you and. We have stuff that we can't even talk about right now because it could like void a contract or it could jeopardize it could jeopardize some um plot sacred like it could it i don't know it could fuck us over but we have like god damn we want to share with you people so bad the things that we have stored for us because it's like i've never felt more i have i actually have never felt more stoked and like dude i got a lot to do we both, dude. We have the, this summer is a huge. We're busy, summer. man. I mean, well, we, we're gonna keep getting this fucking podcast out. Here's he, we're not stopping. We're doing two a week, and here's what we really hope. Actually, no. Let's play this song right now. We're gonna play the third song. We're gonna play tonight. Working, yep. and then we'll come back. We'll shed a little light, and we're on, we're gonna a little bit here and there. We're gonna just send you off with a good message. Tell you a little about our Endeavors. extracurricular activities. Yeah. I don't know. All right, guys. Enjoy this track. Thank you, guys. God, dude, I want to high five Jason. That was a high five. I hope you Good. heard that. And thank everybody out there because this is the funnest fucking thing that we get to do every week. Right, man. You got, like, I love you guys. I like, <sighs> Just seeing the couple people, that, well, more than a couple. Yeah. The You know. Yeah, no, man, it's, people are listening, man. I know. We're getting closer I know to a thousand. Are. I know. We're getting really, it's a thousand I don't know, you guys. That's kind of cool. (laughs) It's really feeling good, and you know who you are. You guys are just being... Thanks for listening and being on 
you know, you make a good positive team. You make us, Help us keep feeling yeah. worth doing this, man. Because honestly, like if we had seen that no one else picked this up and we we did 30 episodes and we stayed at 10 fucking five people listening. we were, Well, no, we love every one of you. You're fucking jumping in here. You're loving this. You're hearing this. Mm. And you keep us wanting to do more. Really? If you just jumped in or if you started from the very beginning and you just kind of enjoy what you're hearing. <laughs> we oh, that appreciate makes me you so say, much. I guess that makes me want to say, before I drop this record, um, if you are just tuning in and you're listening on iTunes, you will see that there's, you know, we're, this is episode 38, so you can only see episode 18 and on um if you want to hear the first 17 episodes because our the way we'll our, our feed 20. will only store 20 on our fucking itunes go to our website is timeandstuffpodcast.com um and there will link you to our podbean feed which is where our rss is stored mm-hmm. and it will link you to all 38 episodes. You can go back and hear us from the very beginning. Don't think that you're strictly stranded to the ones that you see on your iTunes feed. Um, and also, if you're listening on Podbean itself or Google Play or mm. Stitcher or any of the other ones, um, you should be able to see them all. And if you don't, again, go to our website, timeandstuffpodcast.com, all one word, and you can catch all of our 38 episodes including this one that we have out so far we it's it's almost 200 hours of of um spiel of us spiel yeah anyways enjoy this third song man show me the fucking way right <laughs> <laughs>
I love those piercing vocals. Yeah. Without you, yeah, that was the first track on the B side from the 1973 hit <laughs> from the Dude Brothers, the Captain Me. Man. Guys, that it is, is so, like we were saying before this song, man. It is such a fucking pleasure really? for us to sit really here is. and and play you like we sit, we, dude. We've taken so much work to design the room we sit in. To we talk off air for hours about. How we will just conduct, to start conjugating up these crazy ideas. Just where our conversations will go, how to talk to each other, well, like yeah. ideas, like yeah, basically. I mean, you know, there's that's a great way. We're like a fucking, I'd say we are an hourglass full Ooh. of. I don't okay, know. but can I can, time let, and can, stuff? Let, let me really. take this a little further. Can I go weird with this for a our second? Our grains, our so we're, we are. We're like a. We're like an hourglass with all of the sand, all of the particles of sand in the hourglass that are dropping from the top to the bottom, you know, are actually fundamental particles of our structure. Being. And they're all in superposition, which means that every particle there is also in another part of the universe of it was. at the exact same time doing the exact same thing in the other direction. And so existentially, we are always falling it, down so the hourglass and down then coming up. backwards in time up the other side of the hourglass on the other side of the universe. And in that way, seeing we're never natural. losing ourselves, but we are seeing the full circle of fucking life. The fucking circle of life. Lion King style. That was fucking sick, dude. I get it. <laughs> Man, I, and, and I, I feel, have so many and, cool and you things I could write so check about out, this. We're Rafiki. Man, right? I, can, I can actually visually see it, dude. It's an open space. If we're, It's yeah. actually... Imagine... Oh man! Imagine inside that fucking orb in the okay. lava lamp. There's an open plane. Yes. So and in that there's t- the, in superposition elements of time and stuff. Uh, and s- <laughs> really, fucking, it, no, it is true. No elements of time and stuff in particle form uh-huh. are in superposition with each other, moving together, representing the two halves of the mm. same biosphere. They'd be one and the same, naturally. Yeah. Totally. Different. So check this opposites. out. You want to know what we just did? We just gave the world's biggest deepity. Remember that? That remember that thing I was talking <laughs> See, about? A deepity. Those, those fucking things. That was what we just did, bro. Yeah. 
this is how much we love you guys out there. We give these deepities. We want to let you know that we're feeling ever successful. If we wanted to be a little selfish for a second, we would tell you that we were, we feel like we're succeeding more than ever. Jason and I. I would say that is accurate. We are. In definite areas for me that are important. Right. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. There are other areas of my life that I'm just kind of always what I was doing, but trying, I don't know. Well, but internally, could I maybe know that be, I'm improved. Could so, maybe it be that you, know, you just highlighted new areas to improve on? I've done that, or I realized that other areas that other people hold an importance to weren't necessarily my best oh, strong suits. Okay. Good point. So I don't know. Or I always thought that the priority was different. You know, I don't know. It's. No, gotcha, gotcha. Different, yeah, no, I get you, you diff- okay. I've had to change my whole, well, I don't know, this is. No, we both have, that's another That's another side of the book, man, that's, that's, that's the yeah. next chapter. I'm trying to round up this chapter. I would say that we, we recognize the probability, the, the partial probability for the fact that we could be impactful to a lot of people. Right. And with and that's how it really and that's, all started. And that's how it all started. And that's how we continue with it from here on out is the fact that even if we're not, we could be impactful to a lot of people. True. That's the, actually the most important part of the, what we do. Well, <laughs> our happiness, like for me, my happiness and your dude, like the way I live my life, your happiness mm. is one hundred percent equal to my happiness yeah there's no reason my happiness should be any worth any like what have i done in any realm of existence that makes my happiness worth more than yours yeah so no no try to battle of course so in that our happiness is the same Mm. our happiness is worth the same so In the way that and it's I, very easy to achieve it together. It is, and so when you look at it like that, yeah, we're sitting here right now. I know, and and in the way that this makes us extraordinarily happy, a lot I of know a lot of friends compete. They do. You know what I mean? They compete. A lot of friends compete, and that's like kind of cool. And in I want well, well, but I want to say this if again. If it's healthy, I want to say this again. A lot of times, it's not healthy. <laughs> I want. Comparison mm. is the thief of joy. Yeah. I want to bring that back again. Is comparison is the thief of joy, man. Man, I love this. This is straight fucking atheist ministry. This is well, yes, <laughs> atheist, secularist, humanist ministry. <laughs> those three things. Those are the three fundamental properties of what constructs my worldview. Uh, is atheism, secularism, and humanism. And None say, of them yeah. are mutually exclusive. And that's different from what you said or what you asked me. You asked me who I was. But I did you ask said you your who worldview. So, yeah, that's good. But that's not that who I sense. am. That's my worldview. Exactly. That's exactly. not. That, does, that says what my worldview says nothing about who I am. Of course. Yep. No, I get it. I was just, you know, yeah. more or less like, that's. I like that difference in comparison well but it's the, because I mean, they're drastically it's different. fundamentally a different thing it's uh, my worldview is a three-tier 
view on reality and it's it's no part and how you react to how what you know is you know like well every every instinct like every instance not instinct every instance in life that i encounter every every new thing in reality that comes into my view of life i have to judge by one or all or part of those three things like i don't have more options to pick from i have my humanism i have my secularism and i have my atheism and those three things and they they are all mutually exclusive but they all inter intertwine together to to depict one view and and it's i don't know man that's it's it's the arguably so far to my understanding i get that I the healthiest if you were to break it down it's the I've healthiest it's the healthiest <laughs> way that i can fee- find to view reality every there are the most instincts of life that comport with reality in my worldview i have in this view of life i have the least amount of things that I have to explain by other forces right. that I have no actual definition right. of. Right. It's very easy to actually describe what we believe like in very with, common terms with that what tangible, everyone else. With actual tangible mechanism. And that's yeah. it. That's it. I love the fact that, like, I had a conversation about, you know, being an atheist with, you know, a person that is Muslim today. That's great. Well, because and because we both actually came to a common understanding I, that I, we love life. And that was just kind of that's, like that's beautiful, man. Observing their holiday, which is like, I don't know. I So I want I was going to bring this up earlier and you, you actually came full circle in this kind of thing that we really wrapped up at the end of this. I so I deal in my thing um, with a used car dealership, and the people who own it <laughs> are like all that. Muslim. Yeah, and they, yeah. They, they they just happen to be Muslim men, people who own this car dealership, and uh-huh. they bring us a lot of Jeeps and and you know Tacomas and and Forerunners and a lot of Toyota trucks, and we do little level lifts and things on them to for uh-huh. them to resell them. We we change all their you know, like they actually. They, I'm not going to say they're the client, business they name. Come back. They're they're a client, but I'm not going to say the business name. But uh, as a used car dealership, yeah. I've known a lot of used car de- car dealerships in my day to skimp the repair work needed to make a car sellable. Yeah. and sell fucking lemons. Yeah, yeah, I've seen it. It happens. It's disgusting. These people are actually the most stingent used car salesmen I've ever witnessed. met. They they care more about selling safe vehicles than they do about making money on the vehicles they sell. Huh. And it and in my talking to one, I, I met a Sahid is one of Man, the guys I met I met. I feel like dude and the guy that and I work Sajan- with, he's looking for a car. And, I feel and, like they should know each other. We might we, talk after this. We should, man. Um, he's a hard worker, but they, huh? Two of the Muslim guys I met are actually religiously atheist Muslims, and they are socially Muslim in which they practice all the holidays, uh-huh. but they don't 
view um, the actual religious like implications like they're atheistic as the fact that they don't believe that like Muhammad was a representation of Allah and like right. they they don't culturally be- they they're culturally like are... they're culturally muslim in which they still believe and they uh, they uphold cultural things that you know yeah like me and my coworker yeah you talked about it yeah. exactly and the same thing they they we they, talked about that they go through the holidays but way. they don't actually believe Allah uh, and the same thing like I do Christmas. Yeah. Well, that's what sucks about freaking blanketing things and just it, saying that like. Well, if like, well, oh, what this, what sucks about is people it's blanketing. It's just division. Using and, using one term to blanket people is mm-hmm. if if people wanted to just take my what I said earlier out There's, of context and just say, oh, Aaron's an atheist. Then to me, to them, any person who just took that and just thought of the culturally abstract negative implication that's put on that word, then they would say that I don't think, but I, I actually enjoy the celebration, the culture, the, the, the traditional cultural celebration of Christmas and the idea of giving to one another. Yeah. That's awesome. I enjoy that. There's nothing wrong with that, man. That's like... But and I will even call it Christmas, and I will hang up a fucking stocking, and I will go through every tra- and a tree and hang ornaments on it, right? And I will go through the tradition of that culturally, and it has no implication of what I believe about that philosophically or existentially above the tradition. Yeah, what but I love if, about it, yeah, it's just. But if some someone could easily hear me just say a few words and judge me. And think that I also throw out everything that actually brings people together about these things. I recognize the difference between the cultural togetherness that some ideas bring and the ludicrousness of what you have to also accept. The hoopla. The 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 few the, the rings. F- the few minor like and that's the thing, is the few minor things you have to accept to get the rest of it or you can just get the rest of it and not accept those things like there's i don't know man i don't want to go i don't it's not a big conversation starter because yeah this could go it could go forever but really crazy i want to say that everybody man love everybody we're human we're equal really this whole podcast has been a fucking amazing conversation just fucking aaron and i Fuck. Hasn't it? It's been some time, all you guys, huh? It's been fun. We've spent some minutes right now, this last little bit. I don't know. I I hope you have observed us and we shed light on a little bit more, even more so, man. We're always, I hope, I feel like me and you are statues standing here amongst time. uh, Okay. And I'll take And as we're just speaking and telling us our minds, maybe it's like, just chiseling into the surface of like this, the, the statues are getting more and more revealed, right? Or, or more what? definition. Mm. And maybe this statue, instead of it just being a depiction of us, maybe the statue in time will become like, I don't know, kind of the vessel of what will, what we accomplish toward people. I don't know. I yeah. Say, okay. The vessel of accomplishment. We've like been that. talking about like, you know, helping reaching and pushing out, out and, reaching out, yeah, and like, doing the next big step. Right. And, I, dude, I want to be that. I want to be those people that like 
cross the borders where people might feel a little awkward. And I want to just like, I don't know. Yeah. Selfishly give. Or selflessly. Selflessly. (laughs) Nice little Freudian slip there. (laughs) But no, selflessly. Of course. I don't know. Beautiful, man. Well, just to be amongst every fucking way. I want to play. See, I want to play this real quick. More about people as I I go, dude. I I actually wanted to double that. I will repeat it, and then you can say it again. I just want to learn more about people. Really? That's like, I don't know. I've learned a lot about people like me. (laughs) But I want to learn more about people not like me. I've had a lot of people agree with me on how I felt because I've always been kind of forward and expressing myself. Like part of the thing with this thing is I actually want to aim toward having people in here that we can have these kind of conversations with. don't agree with us. Or that don't, that, that haven't, maybe I want to have this conversation with someone who's never had this conversation before. Yeah, true. I want to listen to minds of people who just think it in their heads. Like, mm. there, you will find the people who are outward and outspoken and that do this talking thing for a living almost mm. that have very rhetoric answers and like it sounds they, right, so it's popular, right? I know. I want to hear from the brain of the people who maybe think about a thought for a first time, but have strong views about ideas. You know what I mean? Right. Like, or can like I don't know. Not that we'll initiate it or talk people into things, but. Just kind of like are able to run with a new idea with themselves here. Yeah. Like entertain something that might be contradictory to something they stand at right now. I want people to feel comfortable enough when they jump on this thing to just like, man, Aaron and Jason aren't going to ridicule me. They're just going to like try to help me express the way that I feel. Beautiful. (laughs) I don't know. Man, that's wonderful. I don't know. I love this podcast. I love this podcast. I love, I love this outreach. I love you. I love you. <laughs> I, th- yeah. Actually, you know what? When I was sitting here today at work, I had a slow day at work, but I had to work a Saturday again, just like you always do. Um, and mm-hmm. I actually thought about one thing I wanted to say, and I, I want to end on this, man. Let's. Okay. <laughs> th- this is actually going to be the final thing we say, and then we're going <laughs> to fucking play our thing. Love. Love can be. And I'm gonna say this. I want you to say a little thing about what love cool. means to you. All right, and then we'll I end. like it. I'll For try. me, love means to me the the acceptance and the humility that you are equal to all, and the the progressiveness and forward thinking that your actions impact other people. Love is the acceptance that we live together, we survive together, and we thrive together. And the irregardance of nationality or skin color or gender, love is love is what binds, love is what thrives, and love is in fact the most intangible, undescribable flurry of emotions inside a brain that is struggling to accept the source of reality in which we survive in. It, it's it's the one thing that we know the best, but we can describe the least because it is the most impactful thing that we can feel in the, the course of a humanity that is struggling in its insignificance to be, to be bigger and to be better and to live more and to live longer. I don't know, man. Love to me is... I I 
Those are words that I only take from other people because I don't have words of my own to give. Mm. That's that's what love is to me. That's awesome, man. And that was like so like impactful across like not only I don't know on the personal level, but you went widespread with it as far as I don't know nationality and just you know I don't know overall speech of equality. Um, I don't know, man. To me, love is love is the last chip on the plate, and the awkwardness to who grabs it first. Oh my god, Lo- that's beautiful. Love is like. I don't know. I don't know. Love is freaking asking if anyone needs the bathroom before you jump in the shower just because, you know, I don't know. Love is, you know, sharing equal space and treating it like we all are here together in this, you know? Yeah, man. You know, love is treating, I don't know, everyone's, I don't know. I think it's so important to treat other people's belongings like, you want to treat your own or I don't know. That's very isn't it such weird. Isn't it so weird bad. how we go to the old fables that actually uh-huh. mean the most, the ones that they we do. heard first mm. treat others as you'd want to treat yourselves. So Those mm. things that like, mm. as far as it, <sighs> yeah, beautiful. They, still, they still ring true. Oh, that's the, that's the, that's why they're the, that's why they're the best. Uh-huh. That's why we go to them because they mm. are the truest of all. Mm. Well said, my friend. Yeah. Uh, everybody out there in from take all that and just we love you yeah we do thank you so much and see you next bazooka yeah man. we'll keep going have a good, <laughs> ha, have a good week yep thank you fam <laughs> Uh, 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 uh.